Oscar Concarne in Wrigleyville, uh, just a couple doors south of Metro. Uh, the Cubs aren't playing, so I was able to park right in front. Uh, where'd we go? Big G's? Yeah. yeah. Yep. That was your choice, right, Crash Bandicoot? Yeah. Yeah, all right. It's so good. Huh? Uh, these are the stars of P.S. Burlesque, and we're going to talk to them about their new production. We're going to talk burlesque. We're going to eat giant-sized pizza, like Food oh, of the Gods pizza, huge. in a couple seconds. Kirkland Carney is presented by the Audubon Mazda of Evanston, 1015 Chicago Avenue, probably 20 minutes from where we are right now. If I were a burlesque performer, I would probably want to drive around in a Mazda CX-9, something big, <laughs> something to hold all my outfits, my shoes. Mm-hmm. True. Yeah. Something that can, I, I can store my heels in. Yes. And my boas. Yes. And my feathers. Your fans. My all fans. Your stuff. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> your props. Makeup. All that. Eyelashes. But all you know, here's eyelashes. the great thing about the Autobahn Mazda of Evanston. You don't have to do bur- burlesques to get a car there. Wow. Yeah, you can just stop right in. Uh, love the service there. Every This car we're in right now, this Mazda 3, is from the Autobahn Mazda of Evanston. Again, 1015 Chicago Avenue. The stars of P.S. Burlesque. Are you ready to eat pizza and talk about stuff? Yes. It's Car Con Carne. All right, so a quick roll call. Uh, I've already called out Trash Bandicooch in the backseat. Uh, birth name, weird, blame the parents. Uh, but <laughs> a, a returning guest, the returning the returning champion uh, on this show. Uh, to my right, I have Layla Bird. And in the backseat, Baumshell Bell, uh, who is playing Dorothy in the upcoming Dorothy Does Oz. <laughs> now, before we talk about that, I do want to point out the pizza, which was steered by you all. Uh, you've, you've kind of broken into this, Layla, but... Hold, can you hold that up to the, that camera right there? This is a mac and cheese pizza. Yeah. Oh, amazing. So good. That looks <laughs> ridiculous. You know, I bet that would be good with a little, a little hot sauce drizzled on that. Oh, oh my I gosh. That yes. 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 Yeah. yes. I should have brought some. So All right. So awesome. for context, we're talking about Dorothy Does Oz. I'm just going to read the way it's described on your website. I think it's on your website. And that website is the unlikely URL, Unpopular Hotties. We'll we'll get to that. Uh, Dorothy is just a girl from Instagram-filtered Kansas. Then, all of a sudden, Mother Nature took her out and threw her into a magical, oddly sex-positive land called Oz. Watch her go on crazy adventures and find a way back home. Dorothy does Oz. This opens when? Um, August 9th, August 9th. Friday. Uh, And where? Uh, we're at Otherworld Theater, uh, so actually not too far from where we're at right now. Um, does anyone know the exact address? Uh, I don't know it off the top of my head. 3914 North Clark. Woo. Look at you! Yeah. <laughs> Wait, say that again, Layla? 3914 North Clark. Oh yeah, we're very close. Right that way. Mm-hmm. Right by Irving. Just up the street. Uh, so let's talk about P.S. Burlesque. Proud and safe burlesque. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Tell me about the evolution. And, and give me some of that pizza. <laughs> so... Basically, Thank you. our company was born from the ashes of the infamous Gorilla Tango burlesque. Um, we, all of us, uh, were there during the walkout when we were not paid. We all decided that we were no longer going to put up with it. Hang on, mm-hmm. Trash Bandicooch. I know nothing about any of this. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Okay. It was like everywhere for a little bit. So, um, so basically, we had done a month worth of shows, and then at the end of the month, they notified us that we would not be paid for any of the shows that we Woof. had done. And 
there was a lot of talk and we all decided kind of collectively on our Facebook group um, that we were not going to perform yeah. um, from that point on. Yep. Um, some of us were like, well, until we get paid, we're not going to perform. And then others were like, no, we're just, we are not going to come back. This It had been kind of a snowball effect of mistreatment. Um, so we decided... Do I need to say alleged mistreatment or are we... I want to be careful here. Alleged mistreatment, I guess, um, but there's been enough people and accounts and everything, and I guess it's, like, already swept under the rug. He's not going to do anything. Like, it's already sold, so. Um, but. I, I'm sorry. I'm crying. Not not because of your story. Oh, no. Mm-hmm. It's, the, it's the buffalo pizza. Oh, no. Is it too oh. hot? It, it's just enough hot. <laughs> but I'm tearing and as you're telling the story. Just... <laughs> I've moved you with our tail. Yeah. Um, <laughs> But it gets better. It does mm-hmm. get better. Yeah. Um, after we all decided to walk out, um, we all, I mean, we love each other. We had been working together for such a long time. A lot of us see, we, we saw each other on like a weekly basis. Yep. Sure. And yeah. it was like some of our closest friends and we didn't want to just say goodbye to that. Mm-hmm. So we decided that we were going to band together and create a new company um, called Proud and Safe Burlesque, AKA PS Burlesque. And um, we've been rocking since August 2017. It's yeah. been awesome. We've put on a bunch of different shows. A lot of we did a monthly shows. We do shows probably every couple months. Um, our biggest is our C2E2 show because we are proud nerds. We love <laughs> nerd blessed. So. That's why you're here. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. 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 <laughs> um, and this is really this Dorothy Does Oz is our first show getting back to that parody burlesque show. Going um, back to our roots. Yeah, mm-hmm. we're getting back to our roots, and it's that is total really nerdlast. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, it's super nerdy. It's it's gonna be great. Um, are, are the ruby slippers like skyscraper heels? Oh, oh my god, they're so cute. They're so uh, we had our we had a promo photo shoot uh, uh, just the other week. About a, almost exactly a week ago, and so I got to see them. They were gorgeous red. There was like a little um, little bow with them. There's rhinestones galore. They're Everything a girl could want. They're beautiful. <laughs> we were taking photos of them. I'm like, oh, so sparkly. <laughs> uh, side note, I'll need another napkin. Oh, <laughs> they're, they're right here. Oh, thanks. Part of the fun of doing this podcast is spilling Yay. while oh. talking. I think I squeezed my Diet Coke and just shot a lovely stream yes. of soda all over my white shirt. Oh, no. Nice. Also, like I haven't learned my lesson yet, always wear black. <laughs> I know. I'm wearing white. I know. I'm surprised I haven't spilled yet. Mm. Uh, so let's talk a little bit about Nerdlesque, because this is a thing. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. The, oh, yeah. The parodies of these pop culture things that we all know and love. Mm-hmm. Uh, when did you... I mean, how long have you been throwing in on the on these concepts? Um, uh, I mean, Gosh. me personally, like, I have been doing Nerdlesque for about five years now. I'm, yeah. I'm like three and a yeah. half years. I'm somewhere in the five to six year point. Mm-hmm. I know I started in 2013. Mm-hmm. I Wait. love that. Ooh, yeah. no, maybe it's 2014. Something like that. Five <laughs> yeah. years. No, it's super fun. It's just, I mean, I know that my love for it grew from, like, my love of fan fiction. Yeah. And just, like, <laughs> wanting to take those characters and, like, do something fun and silly and weird and sexy with them. Mm-hmm. And, like, it's just super fun. Yes. And, Layla, you wrote the Dorothy. Yes, I did. So how did you approach that? <laughs> you, you took this thing that is very wholesome. Mm-hmm. <laughs> very ingrained in pop culture. Yeah, we all know. We all know the story. And then you sexed it up. Yeah, um, I'm originally from Kansas, <laughs> so hey, I'm. We're fr- in Kansas. I'm from the Kansas City area. Okay. Um, I'm just right off state line, but I'm not from Kansas City, Kansas. So you're like an Overland Park girl. Yeah. Okay. 
Um, so that lore has always been a part of me. It's literally like Dorothy and Superman are like the most treasured characters from Superman. Kansas. Oh yeah, Smallville, of course. Smallville, yeah. Hello. Um, <laughs> and I just love parodies because I grew up watching Mel Brooks movies. Okay. So that's how I got my jokes and like everything I write is always towards him. Mm-hmm. So okay, so you approached Wizard of Oz, the character of Dorothy. Tell me about the approach. Tell me about how you just sat down and hammered out this concept. <laughs> um, I just wanted to make Dorothy. She's a, just a universal character. Like any decade you put her through, she's relatable. And I just want to put her in much of a millennial twist to it. <laughs> Um, now, what does that mean? Does she say, I can't even? What is, what is she? Oh, yeah. she's. Is she woke? Yeah. <laughs> oh, for sure. Oh, she's for sure. Have you seen The Good Place? No. Uh, watch The Good Place, but it's very much like Kristen Bell. Okay. So when you think of Kristen Bell, that's how what I wrote, like, Dorothy. Got it. Mm-hmm. Got it. Okay. Berlin, and we'll go, we'll go back to the... the uh, the show, the performance. Mm-hmm. I want to talk a little bit about burlesque because the burlesque scene in Chicago has been, I mean, to your point, it's been around for years. Uh, it's been thriving. Is it competitive or is it more of a supportive thing? Because I'd imagine to, to get that share of audience, there's got to be a little bit of competition. I think a little bit. I think at least in the nerdlesque circles, we're very, at least we try to be very conscious about like when other groups are performing mm-hmm. because you don't want to tear audiences apart or anything like that like not to be i'm not being dramatic or anything but you don't want to split mm-hmm. audiences and s- both of you end up with less audiences because of it so. we're very supportive so we don't want to like overlap their shows so we're like we'll do the second saturday and then the other person do the third saturday so everybody can see exactly. everybody's shows yeah and also i feel like <clears throat> although i haven't worked with a ton of other burlesque companies myself i felt very much at home with ps and prior to that gtb um the one thing that I've really noticed about our group of, you know, ladies and gents who all work in the burlesque community, everyone is super supportive of each other, period. Mm-hmm. It always feels super inclusive. And that's part of the reason why I love doing this style of burlesque mm-hmm. so much. Yeah. I think burlesque is wildly misunderstood by people who have not seen burlesque. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. For and sure. the one thing, and I've interviewed burlesque performers through the years, my big takeaway is probably not what a conventional wisdom approach might say. It's a very empowering community. Oh, yeah. The performance. Yeah, 100%. And, and I think one of the questions I think I had as I came here was, how does burlesque exist in a Me Too era? And I think the answer is, burlesque is driven by women. Mm-hmm. 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 It's driven by the performers. It's not, yeah. uh, The way that I always <coughs> think about it, because a lot of people will equate it to just like stripping which there's nothing wrong with stripping like I mean if that is how you make a living and you enjoy it like perfect Um, but the art of stripping I feel at least personally is more for the viewer the art of burlesque I think of it as more for me it's more me having fun with Mm -hmm. the audience me showing off what I can do and it's not necessarily for their enjoyment it's just me having fun Um, I know some people might think of it differently they might not think of it that way but that's how I frame it um, when I think about it. Well, and the difference also, a difference also, is a burlesque show works for couples. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, it's so great that way, too, because 
I can't tell you how many times I've, you know, been performing in a show and you see the husband and wife or the boyfriend and girlfriend together and they're watching it. And it's like the girlfriends being like, it's okay to find these women attractive (laughs) or like them both together enjoying every moment that they're seeing. And that's so fun to see Mm -hmm. as opposed to this whole like sex negative culture that I feel like permeates a lot when it comes to burlesque and everything like that. Well, I, I use the term sex positive when I read the description out loud. You just said sex negative. For someone who is listening, watching, who doesn't understand that term, what does that mean? I, I, it sounds self-evident, but... I just feel like for so long society has told us how specifically women should be acting and behaving... Um, and that women are not sexual and that it, it doesn't necessarily have to be inclusive, uh, exclusive to women, but like, I feel like that tends to be the pattern that happens mm-hmm. is that women are not sexual. And if they are sexual, then they're like demonized. So like they, mm-hmm. they're a harlot, they're a Jezebel, they're everything negative that you can think about. And a lot of what we do in burlesque is spin that. So it's like, yeah, you know, like I am a sexual person. I am proud of my body no matter what shape it is I am proud to like show like that I have these kinds of feelings uh, as well and it you know kind of spins that negative side to being positive because especially like when couples come and see it or when bachelorette parties come to see it it's like everyone's so excited to see um bodies that they might not normally see up on stage Mm -hmm. being sexual Mm -hmm. I can't count how many times after a show like a bachelorette party like members will come up and be like oh I wish I could do that I wish I could be like you guys and it's and I always am like you can you can can. can. like it it will be so fun if you do like I I mean it's it's really cool to like watch their reactions and like they leave and they're like oh maybe I can do that Mm -hmm. like maybe like and like seeing relatable people on the stage and like I mean it's it's really cool to see that reaction in an audience yeah I should mention, again, Carcon Carne is presented by the Audubon Mazda of Evanston, 1015 Chicago Avenue. By the way, I can't believe we're on this street right now and everything's totally calm and normal. This is like the one day where it's okay to be in Wrigleyville. I know. <laughs> I know. Yeah. I had to look up. I was like, oh, God, is there a Cubs game today? And it was like, it is. I was like, no. And I was like, oh, no, it's away. Okay, it's an away game. We're yeah. fine. And, <laughs> I mean, we've all lived here long enough. Just looking at this complex, looking at the way this neighborhood has changed, oh my God. still blows my mind. Yeah. It, it's kind it looks of, like it's Naperville. Just, it does. <laughs> it looks like downtown Naperville. <laughs> Which is the swingers capital of Illinois. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. That's true. I'm not surprised. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. But yeah, it's kind of disorienting and dizzying yeah. to go through, not just this area, but other areas too, that have just been rebuilt from the ground up in the city. This is just yeah. nuts. I still here. remember that McDonald's. Mm-hmm. Of course. Of course, who didn't show up there drunk in the middle of the night? Rest in peace, Taco Bell. Aww. Yeah. <laughs> Makes me so sad. Let's talk a little bit about the cast. I mean, you did, you went as far as to include the Munchkins yes. in this performance. <laughs> and one of the great things about burlesque performance, really the names uh, of the performers, Willow the Whips is one of the Munchkins. Mm-hmm. Such uh, a great name. That may be Love one of my you. favorite names. Uh huh. Willow. Uh, so Love them. You have Glinda, you've got the Wicked Witch of the West. You've got the, the Holy Trinity of the Scarecrow, the Tin Man, and the Cowardly Lion. Oh, mm-hmm. man. Oh, yeah. 
So how how do you handle costumes for this? Is do you have someone handling that? It, it seems like something that would take oh. a, a ton of work. Oh yeah, we're gonna shout out to our amazing leader and artistic director, who's also the costume designer, Miss Heather and Lace. Yeah, we love we, you. We, we, we love you. Heather and Lace, another name. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, they are working so hard, and they love this company so much that she'll die for us. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> pretty much. She doesn't want to admit that, but. She will. Yeah. Um, she's probably hard working right now. She's mm-hmm. in rehearsal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> One of her 15 rehearsals Rehearsal. for the day mm-hmm. or okay. something ridiculous like that. Yeah, she works so hard. She's wonderful. She was the one who kind of organized this mm-hmm. effort, the effort mm-hmm. of PS, after everything went down with GTB. Um, she is just awesome. I. She's a Wonder Woman. Like, Wonder yeah. Woman, for sure. Yeah, like definition. <laughs> so to continue growing PS Burlesque, Having learned from GTB, what what's going to keep this moving forward for you? Is it keeping it kind of small and focused? Mm-hmm. Honestly, it comes for me. It's just like respecting your performers, like yeah. respecting their talents, respecting their enthusiasm, and creating a safe space for new performers that won't take advantage of them because that was really what GTB kind of ended up doing is, I mean, that's where I started. I started there and I was new to it and I was so excited about it. It was this new thing. It was this beautiful new thing where I found burlesque and I loved burlesque. I loved how it made me feel, Mm -hmm. but then it was combined with this kind of toxic work environment. And for the longest time, I think a lot of us were balancing the two Mm -hmm. like do we go through this and just be with our friends and love ourselves and have this wonderful time but like have to go through this work environment but yeah I mean learning from that and just learning not to take advantage of these performers and make sure that they feel safe they feel accepted they feel heard Um, if there are concerns we listen to them we're not going to shut them down Mm -hmm. Um, and yeah like I think a lot of times at our meetings, we do talk about, well, at GTB, this is how it was. So we're going to steer away from that. That's come up quite a few times and it really has never let us, let us astray. We've benefited from that. And also I've noticed in our past couple meetings we've been having, we don't even talk about what happened before or like how we can do better it's kind of gotten to the point where we're just like okay so we've learned x y and z from the past year and a half what can we do to be better mm-hmm. and i think that's really kind of cool to mm-hmm. see that transition happening you found your groove. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and there's also like i feel like we have a lot of artistic people and we also have some more strategic minded people too so i feel like that kind of helps like everyone checking and balancing each other as far as keeping a company (laughs) moving and i love that it's Mm -hmm. you know it's necessary it's a very good balance of type a and type b people (laughs) yeah (laughs) okay only in chicago could we be sitting on clark street with microphones in the car burlesque performers sitting here yes. and people are just walking by with blinders on totally oblivious <laughs> only in chicago could this yeah. happen yeah, yeah. in broad daylight yeah. like not even a rubberneck or anything it's <laughs> amazing all right did we finish all of our pizza uh, i finished my pizza i finished my pizza i was so hungry and it was so good i know i love mac and cheese pizza it's so here's delicious. the problem one piece should be enough oh yeah it really should but when you finish it, there is that temptation to keep going. <laughs> I know. I'm like, maybe like, more. Do I, do I go back in? Oh, maybe more pizza. I don't know how you guys could do any more of the mac and cheese pizza. So much cheese. So much it's good never cheese. never enough cheese. Never enough cheese. <laughs> there can never be enough. Yes. The limit so does not exist. Mm. So Midwestern. So Midwestern. <laughs> okay, so say it again. August 8th? 
August, August, 9th. August 9th. 9th. So Friday, August 9th. It's Fridays and Saturdays at 9 p.m. Mm-hmm. Uh, for the month of August. Mm-hmm. Love it. Because just an FYI, it's the 80th anniversary of the film coming out. Mm. The Wizard of Oz. Yeah. The yeah. original movie. I love that. Growing up, I got one of those copies of the tape at the time, and it was like for whatever uh, year it was, so mm-hmm. we're not going to talk about whatever year it was, so we don't <laughs> expose how old I am, uh, but I remember it was... Don't the, get me started. <laughs> it was the biggest deal, because like on the actual tape cover, you like unfolded it, and there was all of these pictures and historical facts oh. about mm-hmm. The Wizard of Oz, and like all these extras on the tape, and like that's how I fell in love with Dorothy, like at a very young age. Age, so come full circle. Yeah, I know. I strip as her. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I Everything I've ever wanted. <laughs> Bombshell Bell is Dorothy. Mm. I, don't, I don't know if we said that out loud. <laughs> you, you play the titular character of the movie. Yeah. I mean, you're that's you. Yep, the titular character. Oh. <laughs> Actually, that is a that is not correct. Take, you would be the, the Wizard of Oz if you were oh, yeah. the titular. Okay, character. fine, whatever. We had character. a little joker room, but. <laughs> It did allow me to use the word tit in a yeah. very professorial kind of Yay. academic way. That's important to me. It's important. It has to be done. It must right. be done. Especially in this context. Exactly. So, all right, everyone from PS Burlesque, thank you for eating pizza with me, talking thank burlesque. Uh, yeah. We will go see you. We will go see Dorothy on stage following the Yellow Brick Road. And uh, that's just, we're just a month away as we're recording this. So looking forward to it. Uh, thank you for your time, your energy, your spirit. Yes. Hey, your company. Thank you so much. Thank you. Yeah. Be sure to follow us on Instagram, PS Burlesque. Like us on Facebook. Check out our website. Unpopularhotties.com. And also, if you're feeling pretty generous, we do have a GoFundMe out right now for Dorothy Does Oz. So if you're mm-hmm. feeling generous, want to contribute, help us make those costumes extra super duper sparkly, um, <laughs> then please feel free to uh, donate to that. Support we really the appreciate arts. it. Yeah, it's all yeah, over yeah. Facebook. It's yeah. for art. It's for art. <laughs> so go, go follow them on Instagram. In fact, I, I just followed you today. Yay! I realize I, I'm spending more time following dogs on Instagram. Oh I need to fo- oh, that's the best. <laughs> I, I need to go back to... <laughs> I recommended one to you. <laughs> yes. I need to start following people again, so... <laughs> Thank you for bringing me back. Because it's just, oh, look at the cute. Oh, they got a puppy this week. Oh, that's great. I'm just like dogs and burlesque performers. <laughs> like, that's what my Instagram account is. That is wild scrolling through that. Uh-huh. All right. So, thank you for watching. Uh, thank you for listening. Go support them. P.S. Burlesque. Carcon Carney, again, presented by the Audubon Mazda of Evanston. And uh, carconcarney.com. Go listen to previous episodes and uh, share your thoughts. Thanks again.